Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Aiko. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your life. What's good? So I was uh, thinking, you know, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts myself and, um, you know, I'm just obsessed with certain things on YouTube, like men with fake, fake hair. Have you ever seen like that? There's a barber who yeah, it gives men like beard weaves and hair weaves. It's fascinating. But the other thing <laughs> is, it is. But the other thing I, I watch a lot of is um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, uh, Michael Beckwith, those kinds of people. And, uh, you know, I was thinking yesterday and it kind of bled into this morning, you know, <sighs> how many people are actually prepared for success? I mean, I know I talk about it a lot and I encourage people to follow their dreams and all of that, but you know, how many people are actually really prepared for the future they say they want? You know, Uh, a lot of times uh, someone could walk up with everything you want and say, Hey, this is just for you. And you know, you wouldn't even be prepared for it. You really wouldn't know what to do with it. Um, energetically, you're not where you need to be emotionally. You're not where you need to be spiritually. You're not where you need to be. So I guess the, the message for today is, you know, first things first. And I'm a big advocate of, um, you know, self-exploration, self-examination. If you need to go into therapy, if you feel better talking it out with someone, I suggest that you do that, especially this year. I've heard more than one person say they went back into therapy or they decided to find a therapist because it's okay to not be okay. This is a tough, tough year. And a lot of people have suffered in in ways we can't imagine. It's not just financial. What if you, you know, what if you're a person that's really not that into teaching your kids at home and you've got more than one that you're trying to teach you're still trying to work from home. You may be a single parent or you may, you know, have a partner that you don't necessarily want to be uh, quarantined with. <laughs> and and I expect we'll get another shelter in place order before the year is done. Um, like I said, in March, I just wanted to get my birthday in and I did. It was great. Went and had a nice meal with some friends. Um, I had several nice meals with friends. <laughs> I feel very loved. So thank you. But also, um, you know, it's, I think it's a fair question to ask, you know, can I be sheltered with this person? Is this something that I'm going to need to do? Um, going forward, I can't imagine someone not asking that question now or thinking like, wow, can I really be holed up with this individual (laughs) for months if I have to? Because let's face it, with climate change and the aggressive nature of viruses these days, this isn't going to be the last thing we deal with, you know. Uh, there will be something else, and we'll hopefully we'll be better prepared. But um, I have a feeling that this is the new normal. And we may never go back to, to uh, you know, the way it was before. And there are a lot of things that don't need to come back. I mean, those work schedules were unsustainable, and you realize how much of your life you're you're spending in a car traveling someplace and giving, you know, eight to 10 hours of your time to someone for money. 
uh, sometimes it's a fair exchange and sometimes it's not. Um, you know, it's tough. It really, really is tough. So, you know, it's okay if you're not okay. Um, and also, you know, big picture, get back to the macro. You know, you need to heal all of those things and get in a good energetic place and be thankful and grateful and full of love and cheer because that's the only way your dreams come true. All these people walking around angry, kicking rocks, mad about this and all they have a million excuses as to why their lives aren't the way they want them to be. Um, Racism, sexism, uh, my family was terrible um, this and that, all these different excuses, you know, like, oh, I, I, we never had any money. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not smart. Like people have a ton of excuses. Um, and they, they get angry about it and they are resentful about it. And if, if, as long as you're in that space and I've been in a space where I was angry and mad, it's called my thirties. I was just like, man, I did everything everybody told me to do. I have not made a lot of mistakes. I'm not sure why my life isn't going the way I wanted to. And I had about, you know, 10 solid things that I considered reasons and I found them valid. But they at the end of the day, they're just excuses and a waste of energy. You know what you're mad about? It really doesn't matter. You're just you're just making it worse. You know, being angry is just like putting gas on a fire. It just makes it explode. And you you may not be physically inflamed, but if you stay mentally and emotionally inflamed like that, it's going to catch up with you. You're going, your body will start to break down. You will develop high blood pressure. It will be unmanaged and you will be getting sick because it's just a road to nowhere. And I've been on that road. So don't, so don't do that. And I get it. You feel like you have legit reasons to be pissed. And I'm not saying they're not legit reasons. I'm just saying you can't stay in that space. That's not where life happens. That's where death happens. You're going down a a slow spiral. And you might as well not climb into that rabbit hole because you can't claw your way out of it. You know, and it's the same. It's the same energy when you're watching all these protesters. And, you know, I, I, I get why you're upset. And I get that things need to change and be improved. But you can't stay in that space. That's not how things evolve. You know, staying angry, no matter what the no matter what the situation or circumstances builds more anger. That's not a solution. You know, I saw some video yesterday. Now, I wonder how many black people are going to march for this. If you because is this movement really about black lives matter or is it about police reform? Because yesterday uh, it's, it looked like someone named, he had a very Indian sounding name, like Ravi Singh, a police officer in Arlington, Texas. I saw the video yesterday. I'm sure it wasn't from yesterday. Um, he responded to a call. A lady was like laying with her dog. Her dog started charging him and he shot at the dog and killed the woman, white woman. So I don't think that she's going to get any marches or protests, but if the real mission is uh, police reform, then she should get some because that was ridiculous. They released his video cam, uh, his body cam. And it was like, what are you doing? How did you get no training? You don't have pepper spray. Why would you pull a gun on a dog anyway? 
And the dog was like frisky and it it was just being a dog. It, I don't think it was a, in attack mode, but this dude was clearly scared shitless and just started shooting at this dog and hit the owner. Man, horrible. I'm not sure what kind of training they're doing out here, but clearly I've never said police didn't need good training. They do. I will still stand by the story, though. If you really knew how much crime was actually happening, you probably want more police. <laughs> and you just you would want them trained. You would want some sensitivity training and you would want them to be a little less gun happy. There was no reason to pull a gun in that situation, in my opinion. He, the dog was just being a dog. You have pepper spray, you know? And do you really want to be the dude that just kills a dog because you got on scene? He got on the scene, asked one or two questions. The dog came running at him, and he just pulled out his gun and started shooting it. At it, he didn't kill the dog. He killed the woman that owned the dog. So nobody will protest for that but police reform needs to happen they need to be better trained that was ridiculous and horrible to watch um so anyway that's my two cents on that back to the main topic if you're not emotionally prepared to be successful you will not be successful so whatever it is that you say you want and this podcast is for the aspirational i mean if you're happy with your life you probably don't enjoy these podcasts (laughs) But if you're searching and looking and tweaking and you want to just, you know, take your life to another level, I hope I'm helping you because that's, you know, that's partly what I'm doing this for is to help people look at things a different way. And I've had to do that probably since I was certainly by the time I got to college and I realized, hmm, I don't have the social skills that other people have. I I need to do some work and I know where I want to go. And I don't have the skill set to get there. And so this has been 30 years for me of, of trying to figure things out, how to live the best life. You know, I'm always working at being better. And, uh, you know, I think it's important. So if, if you're one of those people, you're in my tribe, welcome. And uh, it's important. If someone walked up to you right now and said, you know what, whatever it is you want, you got it. Yeah, how would you react to that? Would you be ready for that? Could you keep it or would you be like one of the people who wins the lottery or meets the person of their dreams and they lose all the money or they get divorced immediately or a lot of people just aren't wired for success. And it's not magic. You just have to change your attitude. You just have to be prepared emotionally for the things you say you want. You know, I have been in situations where I watch somebody said this is exactly what I want. It showed up and they lost their fucking minds they did not know what to do and it's like you're one of those self-sabotagers you're a person who wants what you want you get it and then you know you fumble it away because you're not emotionally prepared so do the work if that means reading books if that means going into therapy if that means you know having tough talks with people you know in your life that that you need to have these conversations with do it if that means looking in the mirror and saying you know what I love you we need to do our work you know if it means every day saying you know what thank you God for blessing me and preparing me for the life that I have been sent here to live I'm ready I'm I'm ready to accept things with faith and grace and move forward if you have to say that every day do that figure out what you need and give that to yourself so when it comes you're ready 
Because I guarantee you, blessings come by you every day and you probably just don't notice because you ain't ready. And that's nobody else's fault. Sometimes you just need to be prepared. And so many people are married to their narrative that that somebody did them wrong or they can't get where they want to for because of some external reason. And uh, yeah, break up with that narrative. Be honest. Be open. Are you ready to receive? You know, you, you, here's another example. People always talk about they want to be in a relationship. I want to meet somebody. I, I just can't meet somebody. And then you walk around in the world with this mean ass face. You're short and rude and uh, unpleasant. And you steady talking about you want to be in a relationship. Don't nobody want to be in a relationship with you. Why would somebody want to be in a relationship with somebody who's unpleasant? That would be stupid. You know what I mean? So, you know, pay attention to how you are in the world. Because that is going to tell you, the way people are reacting to you is going to tell you where you are emotionally. What you're, what you're feeling is what you're being. So if you're feeling like you're an asshole, <laughs> and you're walking around being an asshole, but you're telling yourself you want to be in a relationship, you need to start there. Because all of those are mixed signals. And it don't matter how pretty you are. You ever notice sometimes pretty people, you know, there's a certain actress I'm thinking of. Seems like the most beautiful person in the world. And like, it's, it's you notice that they can't really stay with somebody. <laughs> it's like, you know, they have had multiple relationships. And I get it. Relationships are challenging. But you would think based off of the way people, and I'm probably thinking of more than one, the way people react to them that they just would never be single. But obviously it's more complicated than that. And I don't know any of these people I'm thinking of, but emotionally, sometimes we say we want something and we're just not ready for it. You know? So let's just start there. Somebody walked up you to, walked up to you today and said, anything you want, you got it. Your first thought is an indicator. If your first thought is that would never happen, you need to start there. If your second thought is, I don't even know what that means. What would I do with the money? Is it money? Is it a man? Is it a woman? What is it that I want? Is it a job? <laughs> if you got all those questions, that's a better start than just blowing it off. But you still don't know what you want. So you got to get focused and you got to get intentional. And more than that, you just got to find the joy in your life. And I get it. It's hard to do. But if you can find joy and love and faith in 2020, you own to something. Get ready because your life is about to take off because you've got the right attitude. OK, when you can be strong and faithful during adversity, that's something that's not nothing. OK, enjoy your day.